Seven Lamb Productions presents Kenneth Hyde's Stories Paul and Arthur Go Camping Part One even sure where I am right now. Is, is this work? Yes, you're at the precinct. Now, for those of us who don't know, uh, precinct is what? Paul, you're at work. Oh, yeah. The, the police place. I'm a cop. I, I remember now. Continue. I was talking about your partner, Locke. Detective James Locke is no more. You saw what he did, and we cannot have that kind of person working for the KHPD. Now, I know you two are close, but he's done. He collected his stuff earlier today. Oh? So I have assigned you a new partner. He's new to the KHPD, so I want you two to get to know each other. Is he foreign? Does he have a stupid name like Alejandra? I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that. Do you want me to say it again? No. Let's move on. He has a normal name. Paul? Meet Arthur Phelps. Uh, hi. Nice to meet you, King Arthur. (laughs) I just came up with that. (laughs) So creative. And Arthur, this is Detective Paul Went. Nice to meet you, Paulie Shore. (laughs) I just came up with that. I'm pretty creative too, huh? Hey, don't you steal my thunder. You can't steal noises from clouds. Okay, guys, let's calm down. You two are going to be partners. I need you guys to get on the same page. Paul, why don't you show Arthur around the precinct? The what? The the police place. Take some time to get to know each other. Maybe grab a coffee. Hey, you want to go camping? Wait, what? Sure, I like fires and dirt. No, guys, you have work to do. Just grab a cup of coffee, show them around the office, and... I have a tent. I got stuff that goes into a tent. Guys, seriously, no camping. I went camping one time, and it was great. I made a fire out of sticks and clothes. I found a rock with a shiny side. I even saw a green bird. No fucking way. Guys, are you paying attention to what I'm saying right now? You cannot go camping. You want to go right now? The sooner the better. Let me just tell the old wife and kids. I'll call them now. And I'll go pack some stuff like shirts and lighter fluid. What the hell? Meet you at my house? Sounds good. Where do you live? I'll write down my address because I always forget what it is when I say it out loud. Bye-bye, Captain. Bye, new Captain. Guys, you cannot leave. Guys, what the... You have work to do. And they're gone. Eh, fuck it. So where you want to go camping? I know of this one campground in Florida called uh, Lake Terra. No way. That's where all those college kids died. They said it was the worst campground massacre since Camp Crystal Lake. Well, where do you want to go? Let's just drive till we find something. 
We stopped at a rest stop and played jacks with a homeless man and took shits in the restroom, then continued on our way. A few more hours, we were in Missouri traveling down some small two-lane road in the middle of the woods. We saw a sign that read, Camp Anglewood, five miles. Hey, uh, what about that place? Sounds good to me. We made our way towards Camp Anglewood, but after another two miles, we found a gas station. I decided to refill the tank since it was on E, and I learned two days ago that E meant empty. I always thought it stood for entitled, and I didn't want my car to think it was more privileged than me. You ain't entitled to shit, car. I ran out of gas a lot. I'm gonna stop here and get gas. Good. I want to pick up some beef jerky and a tennis ball. Tennis ball? Yeah, so we could play catch later. Oh, good idea. We walked inside the small store. Hello? Is anybody here? If no one's here, I'm stealing your beef jerky. Hello? Who goes there? Who, who, who goes where? A man came out from a small closet carrying an old baseball bat. Oh, customers. I'll just put this away. Were you about to play baseball? No, I was ready to attack. I thought you were the hooligans that caused the ruckus. What the hell is a ruckus and where the hell can I buy one? Well, maybe I'll buy one for little Rebecca. You can't buy a ruckus. Oh, you don't think I can buy a ruckus? You don't think I can provide for my family? Paulie, I don't think that's what he meant. You don't understand. I've had problems with things going missing around here. People around these parts would tell you that this area is haunted. But I think it's just a couple of teenagers. A couple of rampant hooligans, you ask me. Yeah, yeah, I noticed some of your uh, beef jerky was missing. Is that so? Psst, Paulie, I took the beef jerky. It's in my front pocket. I tell on you, but we're partners now. Partners for life. Plus, I'm stealing some gum. It's in my back pocket. Oh, so that's what the square outline is on your butt. Actually, that that square outline is a weird hemorrhoid. That's the gum. I pointed to my other back pocket. Oh. What are you two whispering over there? Oh, we're talking about something we don't want you to hear. Oh, okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. Can I help you with something? Uh, we need gas, but not farts the other type. The man's name tag read Val. This Val followed us outside and pumped some gas. Do you know anything about a campground called Camp Anglewood? I know that the owners, Larry and Donna, they've been having trouble keeping that place up. They haven't had much business as of late. Too many campers said that there's a ghost haunting in the woods. Everyone stays away now. Why? I just said why. Because of the ghosts. To quote my favorite movie, we are not afraid of any ghosts. I love that movie. The Green Mile is the best movie ever. You remember that part where Marlon Brando and Joe Pesci hop on the roller coaster and they have that shootout while pregnant Julianne Moore, she gives birth to an alien right before the shopping mall explodes. That was so cool. If I were you two, I would stay far, far away from that place. All right, bye now. We're going to that camp now. Thanks.
What did that guy say we should do? He said something about staying, something about being far. I think he said we should stay at the camp we mentioned since it wasn't too far, far away. Oh, okay, cool. We made our way to the camp and drove up a long gravel driveway until we reached the main office. Hello there. Are you lost? Shit. Uh, are we? No, we want to be here. Right? Oh, yeah. We're camping here. Really? You want to camp here? Why the hell not? Why not? Well, for one thing, this place is haunted. I probably shouldn't say this, but we've had trouble with a ghost that's been terrorizing anyone who camps here. In fact, several campers have gone missing. Mm -hmm, but the important question is, do y'all have a pool? We do. <laughs> Great, we would like two camping tickets then, please. That's not exactly how this works, but I'll reserve you a spot. It's just the two of you? Oh, wait, wait a second. There's me, one, and then there's King Arthur, uh, um, and that, that makes, uh, shit! I lost count. Two. It makes two, Polly. Jesus. Yeah, that was, that was my next guess. There's, uh, there's two of us. Okay, we have a nice spot by the lake, but I must warn you, it's by the cabins, and that's where many people have said they've seen the ghost. Psh. Ghost schmost. Oh my god! How did you know its name? What? Mr. Frank Schmost used to work at this cabin back in the early 1900s. When he was an old man, he ended up having an accident and got ran over by his own tractor. He also fell down a ravine and got attacked by a pack of wild coyotes. People used to say his spirit haunted the campground, although it was all just hearsay, but now it's real. It has to be Ghost Schmost haunting the cabin area. Well, I brought my gun... Yeah, we're here to have fun, so if we have any problems with the stupid ghost, we'll probably just shoot him in the face. Okay, well, let me show you where your camping spot is. Sally walked outside with us. In the distance, a man lurched toward a giant windmill. Oh my god, is that fucking ghost schmost? No, no, that's just old man Withers. What's he holding? That's a crank for the windmill. The wind stopped coming around here because it was too scared of the ghost. The wind was scared of the ghost? Yeah. No more wind. Now Old Man Withers has to crank the windmill every day since this campground runs on wind power. The old man walked over to the tall windmill and started cranking it, and the thing began to spin. So where you'll be staying is that way. Sally pointed to the far end of the camp. She handed us a camp map, and we climbed into the car. We took off down a dirt road, rounded the lake, and parked by the cabins. We took all our stuff to an open area of short grass. We set up our tent and fire pit. This is fun. I like camping. Yeah, I'm not scared of any ghost schmost. You do have your gun on you, right? Of course. I'll blow that fucking ghost to shreds if he shows up. We ate hot dogs and s'mores. At 10 o'clock, we called it a night and went into the tent. I was just about to fall asleep when I heard a strange noise outside.
Did you hear that? <gasps> oh no, it's ghost smoosed! Kenneth Height's Stories Paul and Arthur Go Camping Written and edited by Robert M. Lamb Starring James Sweezy as Paul Brian Messick as Arthur Co-starring Amy LeRae Garrett Topping Jabrina Cooper April Cadmus Marsh Kyle Appleyard Nick Engelhardt and Robert M. Lamb Music provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com If you enjoy this podcast, don't forget to rate and review. Visit www.7lamb.com for more podcasts such as this one. This has been a Seven Lamb production.